0: We'd every year millions of people travel to Hawaii. Many of those will find themselves paying their respects over the watery grave of some 1,100 sailors in Pearl Harbor. Everyone knows what happened at the morning hours of December 7th, 1941. Everyone knows that the USS Arizona still lies on the bottom of the Pearl Harbor, where it was sent when a bomb set off the main gunpowder storage area on board the ship. In just a few moments that morning, the U.S. went from standing on the sidelines to standing directly in the middle of World War II. And in that few hours when the bombs fell, the men and women of the American military went about the business of being heroes. In the aftermath of the attack, some 15 sailors were awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor, 11 of those posthumously. Men like Chief Water Tender Peter Tomich the native of Bosnia immigrated to the United States in 1913 joined the army in 1917 became a US citizen and 10 days he was when he was 10 days after he was released from the service he joined the navy and was on board ship in Pearl Harbor on December 7th 1941 Tomich had no wife no children no relatives he knew about you can imagine his character Gruff seaman, grizzled face, Eastern European accent, almost like the Hollywood classic picture of a lifetime sailor. Pretty easy to say that the Navy was his life. His Medal of Honor citation reads as follows Although realizing his ship was capsizing as a result of enemy bombs, Chief Water Tender Tomich remained at his post at the engineering plant at the bottom of the ship until he saw that all of the, sa- the boilers were secure. And all of his fire room personnel had left their stations, and by so doing, lost his own life. We'll come back to the chief in a minute, but for now you need to know that Tomich lost his life not on board the Arizona, but on board the USS Utah. Some call it the forgotten ship of Pearl. More than a million tourists visit Pearl Harbor annually, but few know where the Utah resides. There's no tour bus or guides to take you there. No honors rendered unless it's for a special occasion. In fact, the official Naval Telecommunications and Procedures Manual says that all Navy ships passing the Arizona between sunrise and sunset still have all persons on deck come to attention and salute. But not so for the Utah, even though 54 sailors are interred there on the bottom of Pearl, including Chief Tomich. The irony is that the Utah in 1941 was actually meant to be on the receiving end of bombs, but not from the enemy. The old World War I battle wagon had been outfitted to serve as a training target. Routinely, its sailors took it out to open sea, where the naval aviators would try to hit it with dummy weapons. In fact, the floating target was just weeks away from being scrapped when it was hit by a couple of torpedoes, and it rolled over and sank. But the men under the watch of Peter Tomich that morning were able to escape to safety. Now The U.S. Navy went quickly about honoring those heroes that day. Eventually there would be a destroyer known as the USS Tomich. A barracks and training center would carry his name as well. But what the Navy couldn't do was give his Medal of Honor to his actual next of kin. So for many years, the medal held a place of honor with the family he did know, the Navy. It was on board the ship that carried his name. But when the ship was decommissioned in 1974, it was taken to Tomich Hall, the main academic building at the Senior Enlisted Academy in Newport, Rhode Island. The fact that the medal sat orphaned there for so long got to bugging a man named Rear Admiral J. Robert Lunney. In 1997 he began searching, eventually with his own money, for Tomich's actual real next of kin. It took 19 years, mostly because of the bureaucracy of the military, but in 2006, on board the aircraft carrier Enterprise, anchored off the coast of Croatia, the medal was presented with full Navy honors to a distant cousin of the man, who had given his life so his shipmates could live. Another admiral that day, Robert A. Rosen, spoke at the ceremony and said this, and I quote, What makes a man, when a ship is hit with torpedoes and listing 40 degrees and going down, what makes this simple and honest and straightforward man stay at his duty station, and really chasing the people in his command to get out to safety? Rosen would not pretend to have an answer, going on to say this is what is remarkable in human nature, that what we call valor is done by people who seemingly on the outside are in fact, prior to the time they become heroes, ordinary. Heroes don't become heroes until that moment in time when they need to be heroes.